of faith. Hello, critics, non-critics, and friends. Welcome to the Film Optics Podcast, brought to you by the Drive-In Podcast Network, where we discuss film, TV, and all things Hollywood here on the show. I'm your host, Christian, and I'm joined by my co-host, Devin. And in this episode, we're going to be discussing the latest film that hit theaters this past weekend, Venom, Let There Be Carnage. And before we begin today's podcast or show, excuse me, before we begin today's show, you can listen to our podcast on platforms around the internet. And if you're a new or seasoned listener to the show, we would love to hear from you guys. Hit us up on Facebook, hit us up on Instagram or Twitter at Film Optics. That is Optics with an X. And let us know your thoughts about this movie if you've seen it this past weekend. And as I mentioned, you know, I'm here with Devin again. You know, we're, we're here. This is, this is, episode well this is day one or recording one of many to come for did the, we review the first venom we did <laughs> yes we did back 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 in another life in another form of what this podcast was um uh, during our broke boy uh media days when we were known as that back on youtube uh back in was it 2018 i think it was Man, we we should Sounds actually right. we should upload that. <laughs> oh, I don't man. remember any of it. I remember saying that the first Venom movie was going to be divisive, and I was right. <laughs> but that was just kind of more of a hunch because I don't understand how you had a Venom movie without Spider Man. And then you know the first one did so well; it, it reached over a billion dollars in the box office a few years back. I believe that was 2018. But yeah, wow, good memory, Devin. I I almost forgot. And I was like, yeah, we we definitely did uh, way way back in the day. So that was a lot of um, wow. A lot's changed since then, hasn't it? <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. But unfortunately, I don't think too much has changed with Venom 2, but, or Venom Let There Be Carnage, excuse me. I know the hashtags and everything are kind of getting me confused because there's hashtag Venom on Twitter, then hashtag Venom 2. I think there's a Venom Let There Be Carnage one as well but you know it, it's it's all the same stuff so but how, how's your uh how's your uh um your day been you know happy ha- uh we're recording this on a thursday but yeah releasing on a monday it was a long day just just waiting to get to the end so i can go see this movie kind of sounds and like i had the, <laughs> the worst experience in the theater possibly ever <sighs> well oh I'm, I'm sorry to hear that man so do you want to get into that now or do you want to get into that once we get into like the spoiler or i mean i mean we can just do it now yeah yeah go ahead share yourself it just started off bad oh no so i get i get in the theater i'm a little late like 15 minutes late because i don't really care about uh, trailers at this point because i've seen them all previews so i'm like 15 minutes late it's a packed theater of course opening night so um in my in these theaters you can't see which numbers the seats are because it's just dark (laughs) at least at that time so I'm, i'm looking for mine I turn my phone flashlight on and make sure I'm in the right seat. I look down. There's two shoes in my seat. What? <laughs> this, this kid next to me took his shoes off and put them on my seat. So he was like, oh, sorry about that. And then he took them back. 
And that was just the beginning of the end there because I was sitting next to just three of the most vile teenagers I've ever come in contact with. Like, like they they were created in a vat of monster energy. <laughs> like, like it was unbelievable. Like vile as in like vulgar or vile as in like physically just loud and just so strange. <sighs> just t- loud talking the whole time. And then during the mid credit scene, they um they literally screamed. They weren't like cheering and clapping and being like excited. They were screaming at the top of their lungs. I will literal say, violent screams. I will say I I did I didn't let up a scream, but I, I did kind of like almost get out of, up out of my seat. I'm not gonna lie. But an un- understandable amount, not, yeah. not actual screaming. Yeah, I think I was the only one in the entire theater it was like Oh my god! Oh my god! Nope, getting way. Oh my god! Nope, getting way. There's no way. Like, yeah, but you know what? That kind of reminds me. I think I shared my Suicide Squad story with you the second second time I went to go see it in theaters. Literally, an entire family just talking throughout the entire movie as if they're just watching it at home. And that was. You know what? And I kind of understand why a lot of people nowadays just prefer to watch movies at home. I mean, no, you're not getting the silver skin experience, but. You're getting sweet, sweet silence. <laughs> this is a r- rare occurrence for me. This I usually Wasn't. get pretty lucky with theater experiences. I usually do too. Um, but it for for my th- theater experience for for Venom, Let There Be Carnage. It wasn't. I mean, it was it it was honestly pretty fine. Um, there was like a family talking behind me a little bit during the um during the previews, but other than that, they 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 were kind of. I also quiet. heard a baby at one point behind me. It's not quite a. A baby movie, but that brings me. Back I guess it is PG thirteen. That brings me back. That, that's unfortunate. Well, that just brings me back to another flashback. Since we're talking about bad experiences before we get into this review, <laughs> because I feel like we <laughs> definitely. Well, so, um, it was. Oh my gosh, did we go see the Dark Knight together? I can't remember. I know I, I went one time with so. my. I I uh, maybe I can't remember. I went one time with my cousin. And there was a ba- my cousin and his friend, and there was a baby um, in the theater. And we went to go see Dark Knight, and this baby kept you know it's making a lot of noise, crying. It's it's an infant, you can't really blame him. But my cousin's friend like turns around and looks at the mom and says, "Excuse me, miss, can you put your baby on vibrate?" And I was like, oh, "No, you did not just say that." <laughs> and she just looked at him, and he was just like, he didn't say anything else. And then, like, maybe five minutes later, she ended up leaving the theater because the kid was making too much noise. And, like, I get it. You know, if if you don't have anyone to take care of your child, you got to take you got to do what you got to do. You got to take care of your kid. But don't bring them to a theater. That's all I ask. That's all I ask. It's terrible. But fortunately, I didn't have the same <laughs> Venom 2 experience that Devin had. But <laughs> I do apologize for that, man. It really, really sucks. Oh, man, it's people nowadays man like there's nothing better than like a well behaved group of like kids going to the movie theater like they're they're never there's nothing like it like they sit there they're quiet that's it impossible i've seen it happen a few times but i just want to say bravo to those people out there bravo to the to the to the to the parents out there raising their kids rights for learning proper theater etiquette but yeah 
But yeah, I mean, so since we're swapping stories back and forth, you ready to get into this review? Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we we will be right back with our Venom Let There Be Carnage review right after this short break. Oh, shit. Oh, we there's a red one. You need to come out right now. I will let you eat everybody. Promise. I promise. Oh, yeah. Betty, you feel like home to me. Like family. All right, yeah, that was a, the Kool Aid Man in there. Yeah, he's like, oh yeah, <laughs> I would let you eat everybody, everybody. <laughs> yeah, that that exchange I really did enjoy. But man, Devin, here we are on a Thursday evening reviewing Venom: Let There Be Carnage. Like I mentioned before, the first of many many reviews this October. Um, if you haven't seen it, it is uh, showing in theaters only. Um, this will be dropping out on a Monday for you guys. So that will be, uh, yeah, definitely go check it out if you haven't already. So I'd like to give you guys a little bit of time to go see the movie before we kind of give our final thoughts. And I feel like the Monday after a, a big movie weekend is usually uh, a nice sweet spot to uh, talk about this kind of stuff. But uh, since Devin went last time with our uh, what if review um, for episode eight, I guess I'll give my first initial reactions. You know, we'll get into a little bit of breakdown, some nice little Easter eggs, some predictions, and into our ratings as well. So, um, whew, man, um, I, I just want to start off by I I um, I went into this with a a big open mind because I did not enjoy the first Venom at all. Um, like I said before, I, I never understood how they could try to make a Venom movie without Spider-Man because Spider-Man literally, I mean, excuse me, because Venom does not exist without Spider-Man and there is no carnage without Venom, which we do see in this movie. Um, I, I do think it is better than the first movie, but if there's a lot of areas in this movie where it still falls short for me. Um, I think the runtime is around an hour and 40 minutes, hour and 35, something of that nature. Um, yeah, hour and a half with credits. Yeah. Hour and a half with credits and med credit. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, this, this movie really just, it, it didn't do too much. I, I felt like it was more of a breath of fresh air, uh, with the exchange between Eddie and venom and then throwing carnage into the mix um it it was it worked in some ways because it will it wasn't as i can't say super campy because i did chuckle from time to time when it came to a lot of the um the uh, the line exchanges especially um with the uh grocery store or uh, the convenience store lady i think that was probably one of my favorite exchanges out there but um I felt like it was just, it was paced very, very weird and like too fast. Like, you know, it seemed like they were just trying, this movie felt like it was just a big rush. I'm not sure if you felt the same way, but like the editing was kind of weird. Um, just the, the transition between locations. I'm like, Oh, we're here already. Like I, I just, I knew this movie was going to be on the shorter side, but it just, it just felt very rushed to me. And we didn't really spend too much time with the not. I mean, we spent a lot of time with 
you know, Eddie and Venom, but I feel like we could have spent a little bit more time with Carnage and having um, Woody Harrison in, in the mix. I thought he did a, I thought he did a good job, but he was just like a tad too old for me. Um, but I don't know the whole, like they, they do the whole, you know, classic Cletus Cassidy look and like they, they show the, the backstory. I thought that was kind of a nice little touch, but it, it just felt like there's something missing from this movie and I can't really pin what it is. Do you not know what I mean? Well, as far as like the pacing and the runtime goes, I thought it was actually a nice change of pace from the first one because if you remember the first one took forever to get anything going. Yes, it did. Whole, I do remember that. <laughs> that whole Venom backstory where there's a weird offspring in like Taiwan or something like traveling to the US and that yeah, forever. With Riot, yeah. So this, I like how this one just gets right into it mm-hmm. as opposed to that. I, think, I do think this one fixes a lot of the issues that that are in the first one. The biggest one for me being how awful Riot was in the first one. Because in that final fight scene, there's just these two like identical monsters fighting each other. You cannot tell them apart at all. Yeah. It was like literally Riot is also just a a giant black venom like figure. Yeah. And that was a really, really bad fight scene. Yeah. So I I really like the addition of, of, uh, carnage here because he's obviously got that red to, to contrast with Venom, and I do really like the design for Carnage here. I thought he looked really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I do agree with you there. I really dug the design for Carnage. Um, even the the sound design for like his roar, like his yell, was actually really oh, yeah. really he cool. Like a dinosaur. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. I mean, I, I will say sometimes when it comes to Venom talking, because I know it's just Ed Hardy talking to himself, it was a little hard. Tom to Hardy, he- or, sorry, not Ed Hardy. Ed, Ed Hardy's the uh, the fashion guy, isn't <laughs> I'm he? thinking. I'm thinking. Eddie Brock and Tom Hardy, and I'm putting Ed Hardy. Eddie Hardy. Eddie Hardy. There we go. Um, I'm thinking, you know, with, with Tom Hardy, um, you know. Yeah, and, there was a couple lines I just couldn't understand. Yeah. Like in Venom voice, even in his his American voice, it's just rough sometimes. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it can be a bit rough here. Uh, but I, I do agree with, like, um, it was, I mean, it was more action-packed. You know, they did get to the point. Um, you know, way faster in this movie than they did the first one. And it's, I don't even own the first one on Blu-ray. Like I just, it, I just don't enjoy the movie. I don't think I don't hate the movie. Cause I feel like that's a very, very strong word to use. So especially towards the film, it's just, if there's a film I didn't really enjoy, I'm not going to buy it. Like whether it's connected to Spider-Man or not. Um, I, I will say that I feel like, you know, once we get in a little bit with spoilers, I feel like the, uh, I feel like the make credit scene here was definitely the, uh, the highlight of this entire movie to be completely it's a big honest. deal. It's a pretty, pretty big deal, but yeah. Um, I mean the, the performances are fine. You know, like you have a nice little campy humor here in this movie, you know, that's always been not, there. Not, not a lot of the jokes landed for me, but no. there were a couple that did. Yeah, well, I mean, like I said, the the exchange when they're in the uh, convenience store, that was probably my favorite exchange. Um, there were some things I didn't like, you know, the conflict between Eddie and um, Venom. I was like, I mean, okay, I guess that's a reason to do what you did, um, but it was very it's i really i really did like carnizola he was very very menacing just completely unforgiving and just 
all around just like a super just causing carnage. Yeah. Just causing like riots and carnage, like wherever he goes. And you would think that Cassidy, you know, Cletus Cassidy and carnage are kind of in a way a perfect match, but you know, we'll get into that here in a little bit, but who's your daddy. <laughs> yeah. Because I, and I'm not sure if people really understood that um, just from the comics, this isn't really much of a spoiler, but obviously as you see through the movie, um, well, for, comic book sake um carnage is an offspring of venom and even in like the tv show and the comics that it, it is like they, they kind of set up the origin for cletus in in a in an okay way um you know i'm just not i can't speak for every single comic book fan out there but um yeah uh did it you make sense yeah yeah it, it yeah it really did because i mean the way that he well well, now I feel like we're getting into, into spoiler territory. So that is your first spoiler warning here for Venom Let There Be Carnage. Again, that is your second spoiler warning. So if you haven't seen it, turn off the podcast, go watch it, come back and listen to the rest of our thoughts. Um, I feel like this is going to be a little bit shorter because we are running out of space on this thing. So we got to not, you know, we'll, we'll keep it around. <laughs> we'll see how much we have. But uh, yeah, so. Do we want to talk about the mid credit scene or do we want to? I mean, that's what the people are waiting for, right? Yeah, I guess. It's, okay. So, uh, man, so everyone knew there was a mid credit scene out there. Kudos to you out there. If you are, are like very heavy. Um, if, if, if you're very active on Twitter and you kind of dodge spoilers, cause apparently there was a lot of spoilers out there for this one. And you know, I, I yeah, bought spoilers, talked about it in his, uh, his, what if video who did, Heavy spoilers. Oh, did he? You did. Okay. Okay. So you watched it after. It's, I mean, it is his name. Yeah, that, that that is true. It's it's in the name. So it's like honestly, you shouldn't be clicking on that channel if you haven't watched any movie or any TV show. <laughs> that is very true. I gotta watch his after. But yeah, um, I guess we'll just start off with the main credit scene. Um, Eddie and uh, you know, Venom chilling on the beach. And well, actually, they're in, a, they're in a hotel. First, they're in a hotel, and then Venom is wants to share, I guess, the knowledge of the symbiote of his home Which planet. Which is one of my big issues for the movie, because um, they they play it out where Venom is just like kind of a dummy throughout the whole movie. Yeah, like he just does dumb, like childish things. Yeah, I didn't like. And that at movie. the end, he's this he's this all knowing godlike alien who has all the knowledge of every universe yeah like that's just a weird juxtaposition <laughs> of his like knowledge yeah it, it i do agree because throughout the entire movie like you you see eddie and venom I and mean, they're, they're fighting like children like the entire time he's, he's just like a puppy venom's just like a puppy in the movie yeah and you know they, they they do have their breakup in a way. I what I I didn't really buy it too much because it's like I mean if Venom really wanted to, he can kind of take control. You know he's been eating chocolate and chickens, uh, besides Sunny and Cher, of course. But it, it's very um, it, it is a very childish nature, and I get it. Like it is supposed to be campy because Venom is kind of like a jokester in a way in the comics. Um, but I mean, eventually he does become more of like an anti-hero, anti-villain, whatever you want to call it. I, there's so many different words. I guess it'd be anti-hero, more so anti-villain. I don't know what the heck that is. <laughs> but um, yeah, it it is very it's it's odd to see because I just didn't really buy the breakup scene. 
from them. And I was like, I mean, of course we know they're going to get back together. I was like, okay, well how? And you know, it takes Eddie like a while to kind of, you know, find venom and, you know, apologize and everything with his ex fiance. And then, you know, everything that was happening with Cletus and his lover. Um, I've heard, what was her name by the way? Uh, can't remember. She was she was pretty bad. Black Canary, pretty bad character. <laughs> That's probably my my second biggest issue for the movie is she was just kind of there. Yeah, I what was her name Screech. I think it was Screech, uh, something I, like that. No, I thought Screech was the name of, of a symbiote. I can't remember now, or maybe I'm the thinking of Stay by working. the Bell. Um, maybe I'm just thinking of Stay by the Bell, but. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so for for the post. Anyway, back to the to the mid credit scene. Excuse us. Uh, got a little bit of, bit off track there, but you know, um, Venom's about to show Eddie. You know, this all knowing. You know about his um, about his home planet, about the symbiotes, and then poof, a flash of light. Like it's like this weird rift that happens, and they're transported from the hotel room to like, I, I guess some kind of beach or resort area. And then playing on the TV is J. Jonah Jameson from the um from Spider-Man Far From Home towards the end, where they're talking about, you know, revealing Peter Parker's secret identity. And he's on the TV. So Venom is now officially in the MCU. Officially. I am like <laughs> I was and he licked Peter Parker's face on the screen. He was he like yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh my gosh. I was like, oh this is this is insane. So does this mean he's gonna show up in no way home? What does this mean, Devin? So so here's here are my thoughts. So I, everyone knew at some point he was gonna have to meet up with Spider-Man. Like it's just inevitable. Like yeah. everyone knew that was coming. That's not really the part that got me excited. What got me excited is how they got there. Because we are diving so deep into the multiverse, he literally switched universes. Yeah, <laughs> we don't we don't know who or what caused it. Because Eddie Brock's like, "What did you do?" And the Venom's like, "I didn't do that." <laughs> so somehow they switched universes to our our MCU universe, where Spider Man has been outed by J. Jonah Jameson. So we are just so deep into the multiverse, and that's just so exciting to me because there's just endless possibilities. But who do we think caused this? Because Venom is like this amazing, all-knowing alien, so he could have the power to switch dimensions, I guess. But he said he didn't do it. Yeah, I mean, he's 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 not uh, Infinity Ultron, you know, punching the Watcher through <laughs> multiple dimensions with with a single punch. But you know what, Devin, you're you're absolutely right. Um, that that is the most exciting part because I, I think this more solidifies that you know we could definitely see. Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire and Spider-Man far. I mean, Spider-Man no way home, excuse me. So, and you're right. Like who, we don't know who causes it could be Dr. Strange. It could have been the, you know, events from Loki or it could have been from uh, Wanda when she's trying to, you know, bring her kids back. There's so many different things. And that is what gets me very, very excited here. Like I'm just over the moon. I oh man oh man like definitely it's I mean, it's it's an issue when the mid credit scene is the best part because obviously we're sitting here gushing about it but you know going back to the actual movie like what did you think of like you can say the same thing about Ant Man and the Wasp though 
What do you mean? Like that I mean that mid credit scene was the best part. Oh yeah, that's that's true. Part. Yeah, but I liked Ant Man and the Wasp a lot more than I did this movie. But I will say, I liked the the church battle between Venom and Carnage in the prison break. Scene. It was it was Shriek, by the way. Shriek, Shriek is her name. Shriek. Okay, not Screech. Shriek. Yeah, I thought I thought the church battle was really cool. Yeah, just especially compared to the first Venom, where the end battle is just nonsense, Glob. and you can't even tell what's happening. It was this was a fire. lot better. Yeah, it was a lot better, like set up in, I guess, choreography. You could say. Yeah. For whatever it, whatever they have to magic they have to do for the CGI fest, but I think it works here, and I love the church setting and all of that. <laughs> And they uh, they have and then there's like that that metal music playing when they first go at it. It, it was yeah. pretty cool. It was pretty sweet. I I really like uh, like I said before. You know the CGI with Venom, especially with Carnage, was really really good. And just yeah, Carnage looked great. Yeah, which is the biggest difference between the first one <laughs> and the, just the the villain itself. Because the oh man, the first one. I mean, I like Riz Ahmed. Yeah, but. But Riot was just so bad. Yeah, he was literally like he, he was like a a shade or two lighter than Venom. <laughs> it was, was like, awful. oh, he's gray, and it's like, eh, well. But I I really like you know how they they kind of reintroduce you know for people who haven't seen the first one that you know the the two main weaknesses of a symbiote is uh, um, high frequency sounds, not just sounds, but high frequency sounds, and of course fire. Um, I really like how Carnage was just very unforgiving, how he was just, you know, like very. He doesn't care about Shriek. Did not care. No, did, <laughs> did not care for Shriek whatsoever. And he's like, hey, you know, next time she does. Which that. makes sense because Shriek and, and Shriek is a like exact opposite counter for Venom and Carnage because she makes loud noises. Yeah. his uh, I I, I kind of like the nice little, uh, I guess not nursery rhyme, but the nice little poem that, um uh, Cletus had for uh, Screech or Shriek, sorry, Shrek, Shriek. <laughs> but um, overall, how do, how did you feel about uh, Woody Harrelson's performance? I mean, we've we've seen you know Tom Hardy and um, oh my gosh, what is her name? I'm blanking on it. Michelle, Michelle Williams. Williams. But you know, I've, Lady Venom's back again. <laughs> Lady Venom comes back again for a nice little surprise. Somebody's fetish has been fulfilled. Oh, again. life! But what, what did you think of Woody Harrelson, uh, Harrelson's performance? I thought he was fine. Like he's just kind of classic Woody Harrelson, just mm-hmm. doing his thing. The hair was definitely strange. It was a tough sell. It was better than the original post-credit scene from the first. Yeah, one. What, the curly. I was like, "What is this? Y'all gonna the have Ronald to fix McDonald this? hair? <laughs> like, Y'all gonna have to fix this now? Like, what's going on?" All right, sorry about that, folks. I had to delete some old file recordings. Uh, we ran into a bit of a snag, but we're back. So. <laughs> So back to what we were talking about. I believe we we ended off. Um, I believe we ended off on the church scene, Devin. So we were kind of talking yeah. about the the mismatch there between both um, Venom One and Venom Two. But um, no, in you like we, how uh, you like how our, how Dan came in with the the fire <laughs> to help out Venom. Where did he get that stuff? Out of nowhere. Unless I can't remember where he got it from. Like I said, the movie was cut so weird for me, and I was like, I felt like I was missing some of the movie itself. But oh, we were also talking about Woody Harrelson's performance as well. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I think he, he, I think he did a good job. I like how the, the transfer of power was, you know, when, how he kind of provokes Eddie, you know, closer towards the cell. And I guess the whole reason why he was interested in Eddie was because he wanted a friend and he, I guess Eddie failed to tell the other side of Cletus's story about he was abused by his grandmother and his mother um, and his father. So even though he killed all of them, <laughs> but um, yeah. yeah. How, how did you feel about that? Like, did you feel like that was a warranted enough for, I guess, Cletus to want to kill Eddie? I mean, the character of Cletus Classy is supposed to just be a psycho crazy person. So it's kind of just on brand. Yeah. He's not supposed to make rational decisions. Yeah, that is true. We, we, I mean, we definitely see that throughout his, his, uh, you know, weird circular message that he sends to, uh, to Eddie as well. So I don't know. It was, it was, it was all right. You know, like I, I didn't hate it, but I, I didn't, I wasn't like over the moon about it um, either, but uh, did you want to just wrap up here? <laughs> just, um, unless you had any uh, final, you know, final fleeting. Uh, conclu- uh, I will. Thoughts. Yeah. We'll throw in there. Um, they teased toxin a little bit at the end there with that cop. Oh yeah, that's right. I didn't toxin as really- is, is an offspring of carnage. It's kind of a different symbiote character. They threw in there possibly. That's right. I told you. Yeah, the, the cop was. I, I didn't. Thought, I didn't like the cop. You I didn't? don't know. He just kind of. He was just kind of there. He didn't really do much. He had his eardrum blown. I do out. like how. I do like how they connected all of them. I like how Carnage and Shriek were connected with their love interest, and then the cop was there too. Yeah, I like those connections. I especially like the dynamic between Carnage and Shriek. Just like Shriek, just kind of dying pretty easily. <laughs> She tried to save herself <laughs> with that with that final blow. But yeah, I mean Carnage is gonna rip her her head off a few times there. And I mean I don't kind of blame him, you know, like that's like his number one weakness. Like, why would you keep him around? But I, I I thought it was a bit of a stretch where it was them saying, you know, oh, Carnage and Cletus aren't um very um they're not like in sync, but Eddie and <laughs> Eddie and um, uh, Venom. I mean, it makes are. sense. I mean, it does. He loves Shriek and Carnage hates her. Yeah, I guess it was just more of a tough sell for me. I don't. I really don't know why. And I and like I said, I really, really like went into this movie with an open mind. Like, I, there's no way I would ever hate watch a movie or anything like that because I I did want to like I wanted it to be better than the the first one. And I I definitely think it. Um, this film does that. I think it does. Um. I, I think it is better than the the original one that we got, which you know that was just kind of crazy. But apparently, uh, the events of this happens like a year after. But yeah, overall, you know, my concluding thoughts. I I, I thought it was I thought it was good, not great. Um, like we said, you know, the mid credit scene was definitely the highlight of everything. Um, you know, I I thought it was a tad better, not like a lot, a lot better, but I do like how they kind of got to the point. I felt like they got there a little bit too fast, but you know, it is what it is. I'm very interested to see what the uh, box office is going to be like for this one, for sure. So even though we're not, we're not box office bros or anything or box office gurus, but it's, it's, it's kind of nice to, you know, 
look into that stuff. But you ready to get into our scores here? So, uh, Devin, give me your score. Or, Eric, uh, did you have any other, like, last fleeting predictions at all? Or we kind of... Well, we, we saw a, a Twitter or an Instagram post of Eddie, of um, Tom Hardy in a Spider-Man No Way Home rap hat. So that means he was on the set possibly at some point. Mm-hmm. And this mid credit scene definitely uh, definitely leans towards that. I, I feel like I don't think Venom would be in it just because it's so assumed. I think Tom, um, Eddie Brock yeah, might Eddie. make an appearance. So, ooh, Eddie Brock, possibly Charlie Cox, and we're getting possibly Sandman, and the, the Sinister Six altogether. Like that's very, yeah, it's gonna be a lot. This movie's gonna have to be like three hours, at least three hours, or maybe a part one, part two. We don't know. I mean, it is called don't do No that to Us. It is a No Way Home situation. I, I, I highly, um, I, I highly think that. But um, <laughs> my laptop is dying here, so let's wrap up. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I definitely think it was a good amount better than the first one for me. I don't remember what I what I gave the first one. Should have gone back and looked it up, but um, I think this one fixed the biggest issue for me, which was the bad guy mm. being actually cool in this one. Yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna give it a a seventy. That's my score. Okay, I'm gonna give it a I'm gonna give it a sixty five. Um, I didn't think it was like that great, but hey, it is what it is, and. Like, like, you know, I've, I've already kind of went over my points there. Um, but yeah, I, I would say around a 65. I, I did enjoy it a lot, way more than the first one, though, for sure. So I don't know if I'm definitely clamoring for a second one, but I am very excited to see Venom in the MCU. So that's going to be uh, very, very interesting. I'm, I'm very excited about that. But uh, to wrap up here, that pretty much wraps up our uh, review of Venom. Let there be carnage. Again, you can follow us everywhere on Twitter and Instagram at film optics. That is optics, optics with an X um, coming up on the podcast. We have so much, like I said, this is the first of, of many. We have our many saints of Newark review that will be out by the time this is out as well, we're going to be doing a nice little double feature review for you guys throughout the weekend because we love you guys that much. And definitely check out our season finale of What If Episode 9 that will be dropping on Wednesday. So definitely check out uh, Manny, the uh, Sopranos, uh, Many Saints of New York, or Newark, excuse me. And then we have you know James Bond coming up uh, the, um, next week. We have um, a few special guests that will be uh, joining us as well. So that pretty much, um, yeah, pretty much solidifies everything here. So like I said, go check out our Many Saints of New York review that's up right now. Um, As of this dropping out on a Monday as well is what it is. But yeah, let's uh, head on out here before my laptop dies. And that's a wrap for today, everyone. Thank you all for listening. And if you enjoy the show, leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts and follow us on Twitter so you can stay in the know. That was Devin. My name is Christian, and we'll see you guys in the next one. Peace.